Welcome to the Property Experts Podcast, where you'll find open conversations, no bullshit attitudes, and deep dive insights from award-winning property developers and business owners, Ben Richards and Jack Jiggins. Together, they've delivered over 40 million in gross development value over the last five years and have a pipeline of over 25 million to deliver in the next 18 months. They've built numerous other seven-figure businesses with six-figure net profits around their property ecosystem, and it's by no means been an easy ride. So on this podcast, they'll share their weekly trials and tribulations running multiple businesses, giving you never before seen insights into the inner workings of finding, funding, designing, delivering, and selling award-winning property deals, together with golden nuggets of advice through the five key areas of any business, marketing, sales, operations, finance, and talent. If you're a young entrepreneur looking to get started or have a small team, but you're looking to scale your business to the next level, this is the No Bullshit Podcast for you. Okay. Hello, everyone. I think we're having a few issues actually across Facebook and potentially LinkedIn as well, which is very frustrating. But anyway, we're on YouTube. So uh, yeah, if you're joining in, welcome. This is the weekly expose live Q&A that Jack and I have been doing since the beginning of the year to hopefully bring some insights to business owners, property investors, property developers, property professionals and uh, hopefully give some insight into what's going on in our business in the hope that it helps you with your business because we're doing a lot of stuff and there's a hell of a lot of learnings that we take that would be beneficial for up-and-coming developers, newbie developers, experienced developers with stuff that they can bring into their own businesses to make and improve what they're doing as well. So welcome if you've not joined us before. If you've got any questions throughout this, drop them in the box below on whatever platform you are on and let's kick things off we start with a bit of a rundown of what we're going to be talking about so if you've been following our progress on the old maltings there's some updates to talk through on that last night we went to the central london property network um, which is brendan quinn's event in london bridge and we'll be feeding back on some of the, the key takings from that we are launching a recap and goals video on youtube which we're going to talk a little bit about Jack and I, Friday and Saturday last week, were at the Property Investor Show. Um, we met some fantastic people there. Um, we were on the panel of the Property Investor Awards segment, and we'll be talking a bit about that. We've started some business coaching and mentoring, so we're going into a bit more detail on that. I'm going to show you some nice pretty pictures and videos of Sunset Court, one of our six-unit schemes in High Wycombe. Some updates on our Usley project in West Drayton. And then Jack's going to talk through some numbers on a really exciting assisted sale that he's been doing um, in South Oxfordshire. So stick around for that. Um, we're going to be talking about some of the YouTube stuff that we've got coming up. And as always, flicking back to our newsletter. So let's start from the top. Jack, I don't know if you want to say anything before I do go into that. No, thanks for joining. Make sure you uh, put this time in your diary every week to catch up with us on our live at five if you can make it. Just to sort of summarize, ideally, what we're trying to angle here is that we share our learnings in business. So thanks for tuning in. Stick to the end because we've got some fun stuff to talk about how you can profit over a site that you don't have to buy yourself. The capital outlay on the, for example, on assisted sellers, we've put £27,000 in and we should make a £25,000 return within six months. So some good content coming later on. So hang on with us and um, ask questions as we go. Yeah, nice. I like the sound of that. Cool. So number one, we're talking about the old malting. So that is a 
16 unit scheme that has become a 20 unit scheme and will become a 24 unit scheme. Um, and if you've been following us, you'll know what I'm talking about with that. Um, we had some good news today and I've put a screenshot from the planning officer on this screen there. So without reading it all, effectively, we've been submitting an external works planning application to add some extra roof lights, some windows and change some of the undercroft openings into doors and windows to enclose the space. We've packaged these up as two separate applications. So the external works, regularizes all those things I've just spoken about, the roof lights and the windows and the doors. And then once that's secured, which this email basically says, um, once we've made the changes that they've requested, which were negligible changes to the windows and reducing the um, Velux window count from like, I think, 30 down to about 21 or something like that, which isn't ideal. But looking at the scheme, um, instead of having two Velux windows in a loft room, we've got one Velux window. So really, it's not too big a, big a deal for us and completely something that we can, can factor into the scheme. Um, so we've made those changes and um, subject to those changes um, being submitted, they've said that they would be in a position to support the application, which is absolutely great. Um, so that's a big check mark in the box, for the external works package. And what that opens the door for us is a enhanced class MA application. So all of those changes we've just secured under the existing envelope and, and punching in windows and punching in roof lights allows us to take us from uh, our scheme from a 16 unit PD class MA application, which we've already had approved to a 20 unit scheme, um, whereby our profit margin jumps from 700,000 pounds to 1.4 million pounds. So a huge uplift in value, all again done via the prior approval sort of PD class MA route, but with a full planning application in there for external works as well. So yeah, super exciting. That's a real big check mark in our strategy and our phasing of the planning applications. And the next stage, as of next week, we will be submitting the enhanced class MA application. So that's taking it from 700 grand profit to 1.4 million pound profit. And then the further enhanced scheme is a full planning application where we're adding two Muse houses into the car park and playing around with the front of the site to create a new facade, adding an extra unit there another unit under the undercroft to add four additional units, take it from 20 units to 24 units and take the profit margin from 1.4 million up to 1.7 million. So these are the sorts of things that, that we do to sweat an asset. And you know it's something that you should be thinking about in all of your schemes, whether it's got planning approval in place or not. Can that planning approval be enhanced? Is there any extra value you can get from a design perspective? So increasing the GDV and um, you know that's what we're good at. So this is a, a prime example of the types of things that we get involved in. You know, a lot of people are out there looking for office conversions to residential flats. Um, this is exactly that, and it's a, a prime example of a fantastic, fantastic development for for us to be working on. Jack, I don't, you, don't know if you want to say anything about the old moldings. Yeah, it's probably worth me just summarising that, just so that anyone listening wanting to get into development or enhance things in planning can still take take that in in a short snippet. So we bought. Uh, Office building, we got Class MA permitted development rights to convert it to 16 units just before we bought it. We've redesigned that to take it to 24 units, including external amendments. So it's sort of three bites of the cherry. And if we as developers only have one bite of the cherry, our profit margins would nowhere near be where they could be. So we always want to maximize that. Exactly that. So that's a bit about the old maltings. Um, number two, 
for those that joined us last night at the Central London Property Network, I'm sure you would have agreed it was a, a really insightful night, some, somewhat different to a lot of property investment networking events, whereby one of the keynote speakers was talking all about brand. And you know, he was talking for 45 minutes about how to enhance your brand, what to look out for. And uh, it was it was really insightful. I think sort of when I look back at what the you know what we did at the Berkeley Group and the way that they've built their business over the last forty years, the brand is synonymous for kind of quality and um, you know customer service, and that's what people think about when they see the Berkeley logos and the St William and the St James and um, St Edwards and all those other sort of sister companies. And I think that's something you have to start baking in from day one. I think the, the sort of fundamental outcome from the, the the conversation was that brand is 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 about uh, the promises that you deliver on, you know, in every interaction with your customers. So you, it's not just a logo. It's not just the fact that you're you know a sustainable developer or a coffee company that that make you know makes organic coffees from whatever. It's fundamentally the every interaction that you have with your client base. Um, how that makes them feel and if if you're delivering on the promises that you set out to do. So it was a really interesting conversation from the com- company called The Brand Bucket Company. He came with props. There was a, a pig with lipstick on. There was a bucket. There was a funnel. There's all sorts of other stuff. Very interesting guy called Barnaby Winnett. And uh, yeah, I would highly recommend looking up The Brand Bucket Company. Number three is um, talking about some exciting videos that we've got coming up on youtube so if you're not already subscribed please um please do subscribe we're going to be launching a couple of videos in the next month one whereby we are recapping our our 2022 um and as the screen says it was a big year we got involved in a lot of stuff 10 developments about 30 million pounds worth of sort of delivery and um we're going to be recapping what we set out to do in 2022 seeing if we achieved all of those things and uh then a separate video which basically has set out what we hope to achieve in 2023 and like with you know most businesses that we run we strive for growth we strive to deliver more um, we strive to give back more to give more value to create more value so yeah if you're interested in kind of how we set goals what our goals are um, and how we kind of target against them then um, yeah do keep an eye out for those videos Jack do you want to have a quick chat about the property investor show yeah, for sure. So we were really fortunate to pick up the award for development of the year, well, deal of the year last year and the Property Investor Awards. The Property Investor Awards actually had an island um, available to at the Property Investor Show and we were fortunate to feature as part of that sort of showcase. So we had our own little stand, which I think is XP Surveys, XP Properties and Central Suites' first ever opportunity to be on a stand as, a, as an exhibition event. So as part of that, we were obviously showcasing our businesses with flyers and meeting people day to day. But Ben and I were also on two panels, one on Friday and one on Saturday. We had a Q&A session with loads of people in the audience um, just to sort of highlight some topics that we discussed. One question, the topic of the, of, of the panel is award-winning profits, uh, property strategies. And we were basically being asked questions for people's future growth and what we could focus on. And one question that came up that sort of resonated with me, which was on the Friday panel, is can the deals that we've done that have won awards still be available to pick up? And my analogy is if your job is a property investor and property developer and you're specifically full time, you should always be able to create that value. And that doesn't have to be from construction, development, planning. It could be from 
um, the way that you structure leases. It could be asset management play. Some of the best deals we've done, we haven't lifted a single finger or laid a single brick. And I did a presentation at the Titans event, which I mentioned on creative deals, where you don't have to be building stuff to be a good developer. You can do contract plays, you can subsell some sites, so on and so forth. So it was a really enjoyable day. We met loads of people. We've actually had one investor approach us since then, who we're now further in conversations with and booking in a face-to-face. And we got rid of all of our flyers. So I think we had 400 printed off. They're all gone. I'd always come back to the stand and we, it looks like we've been pillaged, but that's good. We want to be on people's coffee tables and other places, bookshelves. I don't know where our brochures will go. But we actually got huge value from the Property Investor Show. I, I really did enjoy it. It was pretty full on, but I would really highly recommend it. And we'll definitely be going back again. Ben, did you get value from it? Yeah, it was great. Uh, my legs and my back were absolutely killing after just one day. So yours must have been killing you. I thought it was great. Yeah, some really interesting people selling their services. Obviously, a lot of a lot of brokers, a lot of finance um, and sort of mortgage providers, which you know is is understandable these types of things. But the the seminars were great. Yeah, I really enjoyed the panel um, chat. And, and like you say, you know, we've had some some great people reaching out, um, asking us for, for more information about kind of what we do from that, which is you know, exactly why we're there. Um, lots of interesting conversations with potential investors, lots of great conversations with suppliers. So yeah, you know, you're just surrounded by people that are in the space that, that want to learn more, that want to grow. So very, very worth it. Yeah, definitely. So on to number five, business coaching and mentoring. It's something that we've we've always wanted to do. Like we love, you know, we've been doing our boardroom sessions for two and a half years with some fantastic candidates um, sat around a table, you know, bashing our heads together, brainstorming, sharing ideas, sharing knowledge. We love that kind of platform. So kind of having, you know, helping people on on their kind of their journey through, you know, whether they're starting out or they want to kind of grow from a couple of properties to Know, tens of properties to hundreds of properties or you know starting the the development journey for example we absolutely love that and jack's been, been in the background doing quite a lot of kind of front end mentoring well front end uh, sort of property finding property funding how to structure things how to make offers um for a while now and um i think jack was going to talk through a couple of those things well frequently we get we get well we always get asked questions um, and, you know, it's one of the reasons we have the Q&A is to give value to people out there. But to get into the really nitty gritty, one of my pet peeves is where there's educational companies that give you enough information to be dangerous with. There is so much that you need to know to run a property development from zero to 100. And we still learn on every project that we do, but we have great systems, processes, internal skills. We've got a quantity surveyor in-house, a project manager a qualified building surveyor, Ben's skills in construction, design and architecture, and also obviously my skills coming from third generation in construction. So there's value there that we have and we often lean on others in areas that we don't understand or don't know. Um, So I'd highly recommend sort of sharing problems. And when you're dealing with one, two, three, four, five million GDB schemes, just some easy conversations of sharing ideas and, and potential pain points can really be valuable and those those screws turn can really create value. Um, and that could be time delays, that could be value enhancement. And just having someone else from a different perspective look at your business, even if they're at a similar or the same value uh, journey, point of their journey in terms of growth as you, is also valuable. So we actually had one of our boardroom sessions earlier today. One of the board members was looking to get out an email mail shot 
And just within five minutes, we were discussing the time to send that out, the subject title, the affiliate links that go through, the call to actions. And within five minutes, we completely changed how that email was going out. And it's just that second opinion that often helps. So I've been doing one-to-one mentoring with business structuring. What we do is we look forward to what you want to achieve in five to 10 years. That might be a net monthly income. That might be a business that you want to build. That might be development size that you want to build. We then work backwards over the years to ensure that we're going at the right trajectory, getting out the right amount of offers and getting the right amount of deals in uh, to deliver that growth. So to give you perspective, Ben and I have a five and 10 year plan from today. So that's a 15 year plan total. We've been running for five years and we've grown from zero gross development revenue value all the way up to 35, 40 million in gross development value. We've learned a lot on the way. So if we can share that in a condensed way, and that that would hugely benefit others, then we're more than happy to do that. So we've had someone subscribe for our face-to-face where Ben and I actually go and visit that particular business for half a day. Um, I think we're booked in for when both Ben and I come back off holiday. But that is just a complete one-to-one where we go into the nitty-gritty, share what we do, including our master Excel sheets, our due diligence, our project cash flows, our draft stacker, all of our offer letters, and how we go about these processes to secure deals because we've bought 59 sites since we set up five years ago. And that hasn't come from luck. That's come from processes, experience, team, learnings. And the more active you are, uh, the more you learn. That's definitely been our motto. Yeah, I'd say um, you mentioned that we had our boardroom session this afternoon mm-hmm. and two of the people within the boardroom session are working together on a, sc- on a scheme. Um, that scheme seems to have sort of, as of this morning, sort of fallen through for them. But Jack suggested something that's likely to rekindle that that opportunity and by us stepping in to kind of help in that process you know they've not only kind of potentially gained back the site that they thought they'd lost but they've also gained back you know the soft costs and you know tens of thousands of pounds that they've paid to date on that scheme it was an option agreement though that's lapsed but um there's a potential way of saving that and i think you know one suggestion by you know collectively uh, crowdsourcing ideas from the group is potentially going to save and make a lot of money based on that one conversation. So that's what we like to, you know, bring to the table. And we uh, are looking to do more sort of one-to-one mentorship. So if you are interested, head over to um, XP Property um, forward slash business hyphen coaching, and uh, we would love to help you on your next steps within your property development life. This is just a short message to ask, is your business making the consistent profits you want? Or are you struggling to take your business from five figures to six figures or six figures to seven figure revenues? If this is you and you want one-to-one guidance from award-winning property developers and business owners, check out our consultancy and mentorship packages at xpproperty.co.uk to book in with Ben or Jack today. Let's get on with the episode. Number six, unless there's anything else you wanted to mention on... No, all good. Cool, good. So Sunset Court, again, if you've been following the progress of this one, it's an office conversion. Um, The office is what you can see on the image in front of you. Um, That's been converted to four flats. And there is a pair of semis in the car park as well, which hopefully I can show you here. So um, I asked the contractors to give me some photos of the latest progress, um, which so these are hot off the press as of about an hour ago. And it's, you know, it's coming along really well. The internal spaces are 95% complete, well, 99% complete. There's a little bit of touching up and paintwork and snagging to do. 
and the uh, not sure why this is taking so long and the paving is starting to work its way back to the front of the site with the landscaping going in so the site is look starting to look a lot greener we've got you know railings going in we've got uh, paving going down the planting is really bringing the site to life and yeah we're super excited so we will be relaunching on the market from a sales perspective very shortly um to kind of put a new impetus into the site now that the landscaping is going in and it's looking fresh so by monday next week we should have um, all of that landscaping completed you can see they're touching up the paintwork on the porches um, and then there's some internal work that they're um they're doing as well um so yeah super excited to get that one out and starting to see some really good viewings and interest on the sales of those cool number seven this is another project that we've got in the in the mix you know there's a lot of conversations about how terrible planning consultants are and you know most of the time i would absolutely concur with that sunset court has been an absolute nightmare we're probably five months overdue on a decision and apparently the conservation officer and the planning officer can't sync their diaries and it's been trying to you know they've been trying to book something in for four weeks and it's not happened it's just it's ludicrous but anyway, on the flip side, we've got High Street, Usley near West Drayton, which the planning officer is an absolute superstar. He's sent us emails at 10 o'clock on a Sunday night, clearly detailing what he thinks we need to do to get a successful approval, working with us um, in order to do that. And it's just honestly a breath of fresh air to have someone that is open to really just working with us to find a solution. Um, so the latest conversations that we've been having are to do with one of the side elevations so the conservation officer had a couple of um, queries uh, with this side elevation here so um, his solution this is the planning officer telling us what he thinks will satisfy the conservation officer and even you know sketching drawings for us to follow which you know is, is unheard of but absolutely a fantastic way of dealing with these types of developments where you know the aim is to get a successful outcome for everyone um, so fundamentally, they wanted us to remove these three existing Velexes, which are kind of asymmetrical and a little bit out of place. They're not conservation style um, conservation style roof lights. They're too big, essentially. Where he wanted us to get to is essentially sort of three lines of Velex windows aligning with the existing windows at ground and first floor level down here in a more sort of sympathetic and symmetrical pattern um, on this south-facing elevation so he's been great actually working with us to find a, a sensible solution he actually agreed with us weirdly so these are like work in progress drawings but the planning officer also didn't like the fact that we had all of these velex windows and sort of sun tunnels on this side of the of the building there was a velex window here where i've just drawn and um i said to the planning officer look i agree this one at the front um, which can be seen from the main road. We're happy to remove that one. But I really don't see why the Velux windows that we've got shown to the rear of the site, which can't be seen and don't make any impact on the street scene, for example, should be changed. Um, and the planning officer said, you know, I agree, that's fine. Um, even though conservation officer wasn't too happy with it, the planning officer ultimately has the final say. And you know, he's put some actual rationale to his thinking, which again is something I don't see very often from planning officers and actually kind of what i think is is doing the right thing agreeing with us 
that there's no material harm in having those re- uh, Velux windows to the rear. So, yeah, just a bit of a breath of fresh air, really, compared to what we used to seeing. And, um, you know, there is hope out there, which is you know, great to hear. Good. So, Ben, can you pull up the um, images that I sent you? So an assisted sale, I'll explain what it is. I'll explain why they're so great. And I'll share this case study. So our gardener called it, called me and said, Jack, can you come and buy my house off me? Because the ceiling's fallen through because I had a burst pipe. And in short, I went to view the property. Uh, there wasn't enough margin in the deal once I'd paid stamp duty, project delivery, finance costs. So the way that an assisted sale works is you get a, a, a simple joint venture agreement drawn up with the homeowner. You bring the expertise, the funding of the construction and the delivery of the construction. You sell the asset. They get what their asset was worth before you did all the work. And, they, and then you get paid for your construction costs. And then the profit is split. Where this works really, really well is when the, the stamp duty kills the deal and on smaller projects it can. So what would you think if I said to you, you could spend £25,000 on a project, property project, you don't have to buy it, and within seven months, you get £25,000 back for your construction costs and £25,000 profit. So that's 100% ROI within seven months, which is a really strong IRR. So that's exactly what we did. Ben, do you want to show the after, kitchen after? Mm-hmm. So this is the end product and the assisted sale that we delivered. The kitchen was the most diabolical state and i thought that would form the best before and after this is a standard house kitchen but ben if you go back onto the slides i'll talk everyone through the numbers because in our opinion they're the most important things so the top of this box is assuming that we bought this property off of peter um the homeowner's called peter so if we bought it off him for two hundred and eighty thousand pounds stamp duty is just under 10k legals four thousand pounds for conveyancing and getting the bank lined up we anticipated £27,000 refurbishment works, which we've actually come in, in on budget. And the gross development value at the beginning was 350. But let's assume that's 385. The profit margin would have been £32,000 for a lot of risk. And we would have had to probably go two to five months to buy the asset and arrange fund, fund of finance. So now valuing our time um, and not looking at trying to make a two to 30K profit on acquiring the asset. We just agreed a strike value with the owner at £300,000. There's no stamp duty. We already had a template drawn together for the joint venture agreement. We actually ended up spending less than £27,000. It's gone on the market and, and spiked a lot of interest for, five, uh, for 385 meaning the net margin afterwards is £51,975. So Peter will end up taking £326,000 home rather than a 280 above. So you're working with the property owner, not bidding them in the ribs and working against them. And we will walk away with £26,000 net margin. A lot less risk, a lot less hassle. We got on, We basically had the conversation first week of Jan and the joint venture agreement was uh, agreed that week and we were on site second week of Jan. So a really swift, cost-effective and de-risk way to partner with someone to create really good profits, and that's a really quick turnaround. Um, if anyone's got any questions on assisted sales and wants more of the detail on that, let me know. I'm happy to share that. Ben and I have done a few of these, and they really do work. Really good. In terms of the, the work that you did, was it the standard builder that you use in the area? Yes, so it was Alex. So it was our builder that we've used before in Reading. His contract came in at about 20K plus kitchen. He basically did 
completely redecorated, new door furnitures, new bathroom, new kitchen, new flooring in the living room and the kitchen to match the uh, kitchen in, that was existing timber kitchen, um, new carpets. We washed all the fascia soffits, windows and front door. We cleared the front garden and turfed it. And I think that's pretty much it. Um, but yeah, if you go over to my Instagram or Central Suites' Instagram, there'll be some before and after shots so you can see the house. But a really, really quick turnaround. The actual project delivery, obviously, we're, we're coming up to May. So the construction part of that was done in, only in a couple of months. So it's a really swift way to get to get capital out and capital back in on a really good return. Nice. Good stuff. Quickly run through these final two points before we head off. YouTube. So we need your help. We obviously have a lot of stuff planned for the YouTube channel, but we don't know whether it's the right stuff. So realistically, I'm asking you to tell us what you want to hear, hear about <laughs> from, a, from a business, from a development, from an investment perspective. What are the really key questions that you're asking at the moment, whether that be about the market, you know, how to stack deals, how to fund deals, you know, how to optimize GDV. We really want to know from you guys what you want to hear from us about. So please do comment down below. We've got a couple of um, videos already on the YouTube channel that um, is starting to gain gain some good traction. Um, you can see the completed HMO project in Abingdon, which won small HMO of the of the year at the Property Investor Awards in 2021. We've got a webinar that we we created in terms of what comes first. You know, is it is it the the deal or the investment? And uh, you know, head over to that one to see uh, what the answer is. We've been very, very busy that that buying a property every six and a half, six point eight weeks is actually more like four weeks now, isn't it? In terms of the, yeah. the figures, um, we've been very, very busy building a social housing portfolio in Croydon, which we bought 14 assets in the last two and a half years to help kind of drive down that that average uh, transactional process. And yeah, we need your help. So if there's something, you know, burning questions that you've got about the in, the investment and the development space. Um, we would love to start creating videos to help, you know, give you what you want, as opposed to us thinking, you know, here's a site that we're just finishing off, or here's a site, site tour showing you how we're, you know, doing X, Y, and Z. Um, if that's really not what you guys are interested in, then there's not a lot of point in us doing it. So yeah, let us know, please, down in the comments. Um, Last but not least, our newsletter. Um, so if you are not already subscribed to our newsletter, XP Property, do a snapshot where we do a detailed run through of everything we've been up to in the month. Obviously, we can only have you for 30 minutes on a Friday from 5 p.m. And there's a lot of information, capital stacks, numbers, progress reports on sites, uh, upcoming events. Um, so please make sure that if you want to hear a little bit more detail about our business and what we're up to, it's actually been feedback as probably one of the best communication points we have with people out there. Um, so make sure you go to our, um, you can either just email or, or DM one of us, or you can go onto our website and subscribe to our email. Worst case, if you don't like it, unsubscribe. But we haven't had anyone that really enjoys what we do um, do that yet. But we put a lot of effort and time into giving people a more detailed overview of what we get up to each month. So please um, head over and subscribe. Cool. Good stuff. Um, and yeah, join us again next week at 5 p.m. We'll be live across Facebook, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn and YouTube every Friday at 5 p.m. Um, if there's any burning questions that you have, um, save them up and come and join us then to ask them and hopefully we can um, answer them. Um, thanks for joining this week and see you next week. And have a good bank holiday weekend. Another one. Another one.
These live Q&A episodes are all about helping you grow your business and build a property portfolio that provides financial wealth. If you have specific topics that you'd like us to discuss, make sure to comment on the platform you're listening on or email info at xpproperty.co.uk so that we can discuss your topic in future episodes. And if you found these conversations valuable for growing your business, make sure to click that follow button and we'd really love for you to tell just one person about us. Thank you.